Vlad Magdalene started Webflow and his story of starting it several times over 16 years is one that's super inspiring and also just jaw-dropping. He told a little bit of it in a Sasser podcast and I encourage you to listen to the whole story, but here's a clip where it really got to the wire. I, I sold all the stock that I could, that I had it into it, I had basically my entire life savings, which totaled about 20 grand with the stock sales and poured it all into the company got my wife on board, got uh, her convinced that we were going to raise a ton of funding in a couple months and it was off to the races. My, my brother, Sergi moved into our tiny little condo where we had our kid's room that we cleaned out that he crashed on the floor. We somehow had this kind of perception that we had to do all of this stuff to run a startup. Like we spent half a day in a park taking professional headshots, even though we didn't have a product, we didn't have a website, we didn't have anybody who cared about like what we were building, but we just like somehow had this check like list of things in our minds around like what real startups do. But in retrospect, it was silly. And then we thought that, hey, we have almost unlimited money. That's what it felt like at the time. We have 20 grand that's in this business account. And what do you do with that first? Buy brand new MacBooks, uh, which is exactly what we did. And here's my wife, the voice of reason saying, is that the, the best idea? And me rationalizing, yeah, like you need to have the, the best equipment to, to make that happen. But don't worry, we're going to do this Kickstarter and we're going to raise 300 grand and everyone's going to love this product and, and is going to buy into it. So of course we pour in something like $12,000 into this Kickstarter video. We have to rent like this massive flat that looks like modern. We record this entire video around the idea of Webflow, the product we're going to build. And of course it's like a plea to the Kickstarter users uh, from other videos that we've seen that were successful. So at this point, most of our money is gone. We even had like this, the guy convinced us to do a little keyboard cat impression that Sergi almost made on the internet, but I'm glad we spared the world from that happening. And then reality started to hit. At this point, we're almost out of money, but we still have all this optimism that we're going to post the Kickstarter. It's going to go uh, bonkers. We're going to get all this money and we're going to build the product, et cetera. And on that emotional high, we decide to apply to YC thinking that, hey, we have this great idea. We have this uh, Kickstarter video that we're about to put up. And in a matter of two days, we got both a rejection from YC saying that they're not open to interviewing us in that round and Kickstarter telling us, hey, actually we don't support SaaS software. It either has to be downloadable or it has to be something that you physically ship to people. And of course our entire video is like, hey, Kickstarter, hey, Kickstarter, like you can't just like ad lib or mad lib Indiegogo in or something like that through post-production. It was essentially a completely shot project that we had to throw away. So we went into like just deep work mode to, we moved to this place called the Hacker Dojo, which is completely free, but also pretty, you, know, you had to fight for space and had to be there like super early in the day to get a table to work on. And then we're at the precipice of like, nothing's working. We got rejected from IC, this Kickstarter doesn't work. And right at the end of the year of 2012, my daughter gets really sick and with a life-threatening condition. And of course, when we started the company in, in September, I had personally made the calculation like, hey, family's healthy, kids are young. If something happens, like all we really need is catastrophic health insurance. So our health insurance was of the variety where it's like a $10,000-$15,000 deductible, where just the tests alone to figure out what kind of surgery she'll need came to like $12,000 or whatever. And because it's close to the end of the year before the surgery actually happens, it rolls over to January 1st and the deductible resets. And all of a sudden, like we're completely out of money. I'm borrowing uh, money on credit cards. Things are really tense at home. 
Thankfully, we're able to borrow enough to like pay for the surgery and, and she's uh, perfectly fine now, but things are getting so, so tense that we're just like scraping uh, together money. We sold a family car that we had a little bit of equity in, converted it to a really cheap lease. And then Sergi and I figured out just to s- survive on the company front, we found this restaurant called Unamas where for, for $8.30, you could order one fajita plate that came with two sort of like fajitas, but enough raw materials to make two burritos. So that was our daily sustenance. We were just like, go to this place once a day, have those, have an $8.30 meals expense per day. And that was keeping us going. And the thing that really brought it home, like the one gift my wife gave me that Christmas, because that's how Phil things felt at home was this placard, like this thing where this framed $20 bill that said in case of emergency break glass. And, and we were such uh, like hanging on by a thread where we started talking about like Sergi, my brother moving back to San Diego, getting his job back. I was already talking to Intuit colleagues to figure out if, if there was a place back for me at Intuit so that we can moonlight on the side. So big, huge lesson there, even though we didn't have that much cash, it felt like we, we had enough that it didn't give us this sense of frugality and, and sense of uh, scarcity that we just, in retrospect, wasted it on these uh, large projects, not really thinking carefully. So I, I would encourage every startup, like whatever cash you have, cash is king. Like it's something that gives you not just a lifeline, but also the ability to, to make core decisions on things that you truly need and also read the freaking terms of service because that is something I still regret uh, not doing to this day.